Can't you boys get over it and understand that God wanted you all together to worship him in one body? Whether old or young, rich or poor, African, Canadian, Latino, doesn't matter where you're from, what you do, what's going on, you were designed to worship together as one people of God. Here it comes. of new life Your word, oh God Your word to me Making me all that I need to be Your word, oh God Means the world to me The world to me Good evening, my name's John and you're listening to Word with God and I'd encourage you to open your Bibles to Romans chapter 15 while we continue to go through a series that's called Stan the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel. There you go. And as always, I have the fantastic Pastor Stan Stark. Oh, with yeah, me. right. Thank you. Thank you, you John. Oh, I like your beard, you know, by the way. You, can you, you can't see that on the air, though. No, but I can tell you it's looking but pretty good. But I've always good. had a beard. This is just, it's, it's, it's had extra growth. Because we did a month of fasting and praying, and I yeah. also fasted from with your shaving. Beard. And so I didn't put my number one clipper on. I just left it. And now my wife thinks I'm headed up Dynasty on her. And so I think she's kind of scared about things. But, you know, I think... She'll I'll, like it when it's done. Yeah, she will. She will. Hey, do you know where we're going? Because we're almost done this. Like, we've we got, like, yeah, like probably one or two more radio programs. And When and you say, hold on, on Romans. On Romans. Yes. yes. No, we're not done with the radio yeah. program. Yeah. And, and so the next place we're going is, is is the Book of Ruth. And it's a series we did up north Ooh, in Stainer. Interesting. And, uh, and it's going to be a little bit shorter. So there's, what, probably five messages that kind of translates to 10 or... Yeah, probably 15, 10 or 15 maybe. radio programs. And uh, and this is kind of a fun thing because this it's it's not church. It's up north, and we've had a lot of fun. And we, we brought our worship team up yeah. to Stainer to the uh, uh, campgrounds. And, and it really was just a, a lot of a busy week and, and yeah. tiring, but it was very uh, profitable. And uh, we had a good time. Ice cream every night. Yes, there that was. was good. Ice cream social, exactly. Well, that's that's just, and and really, as a segue to what we're going to be talking about tonight, that's just like Paul. Mm-hmm. Paul's just a little slice of ice cream. Right? Yes. Uh, so that was really good. I don't know how you're going to get there from chocolate, here, but vanilla, yes. strawberry—they're all in the same container, right? Right. And we can do that. As a matter yeah. of fact, it's funny because we were talking about this a few a few weeks ago now, mm-hmm. um, but just just again a few weeks ago. We had uh, an evening worship service with our Latin American. Uh, there's a church that meets at our, at our church. Right. That's a Latin American church. We had people from Africa there, a fairly large contingent of people. Yeah, and we had we had people from you know kind of the typical North American you know mm-hmm. praising mm-hmm. worshiping music. We had them all together, and it was a blast. Yeah, that's the thing I love about our church. This is great mix. We've got we've got. You know, a few older folks. Now, that's 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 the really the group that we 
we miss a lot of, but we find that there's there's some older folks who have been coming mm-hmm. out to the church, and and they kind of put up with the more modern music and worship yes. and you know, like some of them put cotton batten in their ears when they yes. come to church and and well not that it's that loud but they're just gracious folks and we've got lots of young people and and it's just a, a great church because not only do we have this age difference and we're in a church where mm-hmm. there's probably more men than women yeah and and that's kind of odd to begin with most churches are demographically kind of, oh, yeah, yeah demographically are overloaded with women and and yet God has brought a lot of men, a lot of single men too, to our church. I don't know if that's a plug or not, but anyway, <laughs> single women yes. who are listening to the program right now. If you're looking for a nice Christian man, place to go is, is evangel. evangel. <laughs> <Yes>. No, that's <laughs> that, just kind of. Uh, <laughs> Don't even don't even believe. Th- well, I believe that, but let's, yeah. let's just that, let that, that wasn't go. a plug. That, that was, was you just talking. Yeah, just we're going just talking, it. and that's the problem. The we get talking. You, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we've got this this amazing group of Christians from really all over the world, yeah. Jamaica, and uh, we have we have Jamaicans, we have from West Africa, East Africa, we have Europeans, Latin we Americans. have Americans, Latin Americans, and Central Americans, yeah. and. I mean, it's just really a, a great place to worship, and uh, we would love to see you. And if you're looking for a church yes. home, we would say like 112 Spadina Road West is just a great place where God is doing some things in these days, and we would love to see you uh, at one of our services and for sure. uh, at uh, 9 and 10.30 in the morning if you want to... 11.15, that's yeah. right. 9 and 11.15. Right. And if you want to see more, check us out on the web at evangelcommunity.com. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, it, it's interesting because we're going through what the church is about yeah. and, and and that there are conflicts that happen in a mm-hmm. church. I mean, there. it's funny because people would say, well, I don't I, – I, I've heard of people who said, I don't, I don't want to go to church because there's conflicts at church. Well, the same people, surprise, surprise, have told me there's conflicts at their office. Mm-hmm. There's conflicts with their spouse. There's conflicts mm-hmm. with themselves, to be honest, yeah. right? Just be, yeah. just one person can have conflicts with themselves. Right. So it's interesting how that happens. But there, there's something that I wanted to kind of touch on while we're talking about cultures mm-hmm. from a North American standpoint. And, um, and and Paul sort of talks about this. He, he goes through it in Romans at the end mm-hmm. of uh, chapter 15. And it's the idea of talking about... Uh, that there's a lot that gets in our way, and, and a lot of times it's almost the materialism hmm. of what we have in, in North American yeah. society. Yeah. And um, Paul really tries to, I, I think, clarify that the main thing should be the main thing when hmm. it comes to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and what I was hoping is he could kind of touch on what's, what's really the main purpose of, of us wow. as a church and us wow. as, as believers. The real answer to that, it, we're we're in First uh, Thessalonians right now in the current teaching series at church, right? And and we ripped off this title from Jim Simbola and in just the title, like, um, is the church God blesses, mm-hmm. and and really we, we are like about chapter starting chapter three I think this week, and and really that's a, a, a point that Paul is saying here's here's the kind of ministry that God gets behind here's the kind of ministry one it keeps the gospel at the middle mm-hmm. and and that it's bathed in prayer because the prayer and gospel they hang together then we come to the thing where it's not about me it's about serving others it's about reaching out into a world and being the hands and the feet of jesus 
And then the next thing that we see that it's about making Jesus central to everything, not only is the gospel at the center, but we, we're awaiting the return of Jesus. We are, we are engrossed in building the kingdom, used not the kingdom as we see it, not the kingdom that we want to see, right. but the kingdom of God. And, and we go to God's word and we say, okay, what is the, what is the church supposed to be doing? And, and we, there's one of those chapters, I think it's chapter one, we looked at the three things that we're to be praying for, for the church. So we need to get beyond that. Now I lay me down to sleep kind of, which is a weird prayer to begin with. Right. Like why we ever do that to our children. Um, but we need to get into purposeful prayer. We don't need to be telling God what's going on. God knows what's going on. He's not looking for information. And he doesn't need you to tell him what, what you think he needs to do. In fact, it's the opposite way. We need to be listening. Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do right now in this situation? So this blessing of God on the church right. really comes out of the word of God. So probably about early summer, we'll have that on the radio. But, you know, that's the mini. That's the that's the thumbnail sketch right there. Yeah, getting people, the trailer to the movie coming soon. <laughs> yes, right? absolutely. Well, sounds good. Well, let's get going through the message right now. And at the end, we'll just uh, wrap it up with maybe a question or two. Okay. The problem in the Roman church... The thing they were in a dither about, the thing they had their knickers in a knot about, was Gentile Christians serving right beside Jewish Christians. And the Jewish Christians had said, we've got enough of the Gentile Christians, we want to be on our own, we either want to be in control or we're splitting, we're out of here. The Gentile Christians said, we want to be on our own, we don't like all the things that they want to do, no ham sandwiches for them, we don't want to live like that, we don't want to worship like they worship, they don't worship like we do. I've had enough of that. We want out of here. And Paul's got something he's going to bring really tight in here. And he's going to like pop them right between the eyes, both of them. For I say that Christ has become a servant to the circumcision on behalf of the truth. What's the truth of God? What does God look like? That's the point that he's going to get across. To confirm the promises given to the fathers... So he's talking about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David, Isaiah, the Jewish fathers, and for the Gentiles, that's like us, the non-Jewish people, to glorify God, to honor God for his mercy, his kindness. God's plan is that both would serve him together. As it is written, and he starts a, a, a group of passages, he's just going to quote, he's going to spiel them off just like this. As it is written in 2 Samuel 22.50 and Psalm 18.49, Song of David's that gets printed twice in the Bible. It must be a good song. It's in there twice. As it is written, therefore I will give praise. And the therefore is God has rescued David. So David's saying, because I was rescued, I will give praise to you, to Yahweh, among the Gentiles. Doesn't mean as he's walking through the crowd of Gentiles. It means with the Gentiles. With, together with, among the Gentiles. Therefore, I give praise to you among the Gentiles, and I will sing, also means to play. You may not be a singer. You may say, oh, I don't sing. 
sometimes we can play things. You can play a set of spoons. You're playing something. But whatever the point is, it's to God. I will sing to your name. I will sing to you. I will worship you. I will play for you, is what he's saying. Verse 10. Again, he says in Deuteronomy 32, 43. This is Moses. So he's hit David. Now he's going for Moses. Rejoice, O Gentiles. Means to be glad, delight in this, with his people. Who are his people? The Jewish nation at that point. The Gentiles and the Jewish nation together. Rejoice together. Worship me together. And again, Psalm 117.1. Praise the Lord, praise Yahweh, all you Gentiles, and let all peoples, Jew, Gentile, let all peoples, again, Isaiah says, Isaiah 11.10, there shall come the root of Jesse, he's talking about Jesus here, and he who arises to rule over the Gentiles, that's Jesus, in him shall the Gentiles hope. Hope there, find salvation. Jesus, a son of Jesse, a Jewish boy, by what he would do on a cross, would make a way for all Gentiles to enter in, close, family, loving one another, bearing up their weaknesses on a cross to the point that we all could worship together. Paul is saying, what is this thing about Jew and Gentile in the Roman church? Can't you boys get over it and understand that God wanted you all together to worship him in one body whether old or young, rich or poor, African, Canadian, Latino, doesn't matter where you're from, what you do, what's going on, you were designed to worship together as one people of God. God's plan is for his people to serve him together, conflict-free, enjoying one another. It didn't happen in the Roman church. I don't know what happened after this letter. I, I don't know. It's not happening in our church, and it needs to happen in our church. I'm so tired of seeing people leave because of one thing and another. When we've been called to bear each other up, the strong, and this is the most hellacious thing, is those who think they're strong who walk out the door because the rest of the body isn't good enough for them doesn't worship good enough, doesn't read the Bible good enough, reads the wrong translation, and you guys are reading that thing and not the other thing, that people who walk out the door because they need some place that's better than the, than the people where they're at, that is a hellacious thing. God has called us together, strong and weak, to carry each other's burdens, to be alongside each other, to worship together, hands joined, houses together, hearts open. That is the common denominator that God has called us to. Carry everyone, accept everyone, serve with everyone. Fourthly, live together in peace. This has a great end. Verse 13 now, because this has come to pass, Jesus has died for everybody to bring all peoples together, to worship together in one place. May the God of hope, the God in whom we are confident, the God of our salvation, 
May the God of hope fill you. Okay, Mark, I, I, we, make, we make probably the best dill pickles there is going. But I like the jar to be full. And I got big dills and little dills. And, and we just pack that jar and we get them in. And it's just about like we almost take our foot and push the last dill pickle. Well, not quite, okay? But we get the last dill pickle because there's, there's dill and there's garlic cloves and, and other secret things we won't tell you about. But you're getting that dill pickle in. That, it's the idea of being filled with everything I can get in the jar. Now, may the God of hope fill you, pack in you, push down in you, all joy. Ever looked up joy? It defines joy as being joy. It's, joy is joy. Joyful, the act of, you know, joy, the joyful is the act of being joy, having joy in your life. It's just, it's just there's no other words it uses... Joy is to be the man, the woman of God that God created you doing the things he created you and the spirit he created you when you are all that you have, when you're just following him and serving him and worshiping together as God designed you to work. This thing pops up. It's called joy. It's, it's like when you, for me, sitting on a tractor pulling a plow, and the smell of dirt comes up, and I smell it deep, I go, joy. It's just, it's just a God designed for me. Whatever the thing is that gives you joy, it may be teaching children or having your arms around a little one. It, it may be driving a car with a throbbing engine. Whatever brings, you know what joy is. That thing in your heart where you go, this is what I was meant to do. This is what, I just love this. I am so, that's what God wants to bring to your heart as you worship together. All joy and peace in believing, confidence, confidence in your salvation and peace in believing. So that, why, why, what's the purpose? You will abound, okay, more pickles than you can get in the jar. You've got more than the jar will hold. The joy in your heart is so, it's, it's like bursting. I can't get another thing in it. So you will abound in hope, confidence, put down here joyful confidence and expectation in God by the, what, by the, how's it going to get there? How's it going to happen? By the power where there's miraculous power. It's, it's not just to have, it's, it's, like, it's like dunamis, dynamite power, beyond expectation. You put a little bit of powder and you put it on a rock, dynamite blows down, nitro blows up. You put dynamite and it goes, poof. no, sorry, dynamite blows up, nitro blows down. I just flipped it. Dynamite underneath the stump. It looked like that little stick could do that. It's miraculous. The dynamite power of God, the Holy Spirit in your heart, working in a body of mixed up crazy people. Look at the person next to you. Mixed up crazy people. All of us together, 
God, in his miraculous power, wants to work and to use us to affect our world, to worship him and come away with something that would never happen on our own. He loves you. By the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit. So Stan, we have a talent night coming up with some yes, Mexican we do. food. Yes, we do. It's, it's a special. You, you remember the Blues Brothers? Yes. This is a beat the blues. Beat this the is blues. A beat the blues in March. And so you know how everybody's depressed this time of year. Yeah. We have the best thing going. We have a talent show. Yep. This time we're having Mexican night. It's going to be Mexican cuisine, enchiladas, refried beans, Spanish fried rice. The all whole things kit. good. Everything's coming to you. You can be found online at evangelcommunity.com yes and it's going to be on March the 23rd 5pm you need to be there carry others I I hate playing golf you play golf John? not yet yet. (laughs) when I play golf people always want to play through me I, I hardly get a shot off because, like, there's people that really know what they're doing. I have no idea. I've only played a few times. It's like people are going, playing through, playing through. That means you've got to stand aside while others go. You've got to learn to play through. You've got to learn to let people play through in your life. It's not about you. It's not your thing. You need to learn to carry other people. Number two, accept everyone who names the name of Jesus and who they are and where they are on their journey of faith. What would keep you from worshiping with somebody? What would keep you from worshiping with someone? Where's the line going to be? You need to think that one through very carefully. Some people, they've got a list so big, they wouldn't worship with Jesus. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Here's something very wicked. I'm more mature than those I worship with. I am going to find a body that's more mature, has it together, is more perfect. That's just plain wrong. That's sin. Talk about judgment. That's just sin. And God's plan is that we would serve him together, young, old, rich, poor, Canadian, African, Latino, mature, immature, all together. That's what family is. You all come from families that have people like that in it. And you don't bail on your family. And Jesus said, this is your family. And he put you here for whatever time he put you here. We're here for each other. Finally, you can't afford to live in conflict. You can't. Because if you are in conflict with a brother or a sister, you now have cut the effectiveness of your worship down to that. Nothing. You can't afford that as a follower of Jesus. Stan, we are a society drunk on possession. (laughs) <laughs> How do you like that? Yeah, you like apples? It. How do you like them apples? Yeah, I love uh, no, it. it's funny because I, I wrote it down and I thought to myself, at Did the I time say that? I went, no, I think I said that. I was oh, writing okay, it down. Okay, we are okay. a society drunk on possession. Our, 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 you know, we are a material addicted society. Yes, like I yes, just, I just yes. went to town all of a sudden. We had, yeah. remember we had, um, 
a small group that we were doing at the church uh, for money. Yeah, yeah, and, financial and working, peace. Financial peace. Yeah. And uh, I should I should have known the title. I was in it twice, but <laughs> you know I wasn't smart enough the first time to catch it, so I did it again. Okay. But I was really we were hosting it at our house. But that one, it was really going through and helping people understand that yeah, a lot of times possessions control us rather mm-hmm. than us controlling our possessions yeah. and what's going on. But the the real question I had here was, what keeps us from living our lives from being sold out and and, and trying to live it for God? And because and again, there there are a lot of distractions that we have in this world that that seem yeah. to be a part of that. Yeah, I, I you know what when you said about. Uh, possessions that what, what that what hit my head is we're possessed by our possessions mm. and 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 i think that is we've become so used to using things and stuff to soothe our soul it's it's like a child sucking its thumb what good is there to sucking a thumb i mean it it, it comes as a natural instinct and when employed naturally it has a result to it, but when you go to a thumb and suck a thumb, it really, and we do that, we, we kind of suck our thumb on our possessions and what we have. Instead of going to God for peace and contentment and fulfillment, instead of going to God to find our solace, to find our, 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 the depth that we need to make it through the hard things of life, right. we turn to escapism. We escape to a different climate. We escape to a different place. We escape to a different spouse. We escape to a different job. We escape Mm -hmm. to different circumstances so that we can somehow dull the pain of existence and dull the pain that comes our way through all the hard things of life. And it's become a drug. You're absolutely right. It's become a drug that we ingest in order to survive. And God never designed us to operate that way. He designed us to come to him for all that we need, that solace, that comfort, that compassion in life. And, and so we have traded gold and we're drinking out of a dirty hoof print. Hmm. That's pretty powerful. You know, and, and, and going back to that stand too, I mean, the, like I said, there's a lot of distractions that come that come in our world mm-hmm. and we start boasting on ourselves <laughs> yeah. rather than boasting on what God is doing in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because a lot of times whenever things are really bad mm-hmm. and 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 life is hitting us like crazy, yeah. that's sort of when we go back and we say we're gonna rely back yeah. on God. But how quickly it is to forget what how, it is to rely on him. How self-deceived are we, though? Like, even when we're boasting, we're self-deceived. And and you listen to people tell you about what's going on in their life, and you're going, that's not the picture I get. Yeah, different perspectives on it, pretty much. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us this evening. We just concluded Romans chapter 15. Next week, we're going to continue to go through Romans chapter 16. 16. And then uh, that'll wrap up because there's only, it only goes up to Romans chapter right. 16. After 15 comes 16 and then the end. And then the end. So we'll, we'll have gone through the entire uh, book of Romans together. Thanks for joining us so far with it. Uh, as always, remember, don't end your day with uh, without a word with God. And we encourage you to join us next week. Your word, oh God, your word to me, making me a